disgusting lah. I don't understand how this can be sexy or even appetizing. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Hey, Juanita. How was your day yesterday? My day was alright, but I'm all pumped up for today actually yeah, because yeah. Uh, tonight I've got to attend a movie gala. Ooh! Yeah, red carpet, paparazzi, you know the normal Hollywood celebrity stuff that I do. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, because shooting I, up all lah. Yeah, I'm in this new movie that they are premiering. It's apparently the first movie post pandemic. Oh, you're in it. Yeah, check out the poster. You're not on the poster though. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to say that myself. <laughs> Because then that would sound like you know I'm a bit annoyed, but I I don't know if I should be. <laughs> Your name is also not there. My name is there, very oh, is small lah. <laughs> <on the side. laughs> no, it's a it's a Malay movie, and uh, admittedly I don't have a very big role. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I was uh, summoned uh, personally to mm-hmm. attend the gala. I'm going to be there sitting with the rest of the cast. Uh, I guess answering questions and stuff. So how important is it that my face is on the poster? I'm not sure. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who's the other cast in it? Uh, well, Zizan is in it. Uh, Zizan the comedian Like really famous In the cool. movie industry Azli from Scenario Apeh from Scenario cool. So all my friends Narita Rudani is there Nice uh, So is uh, What's it, uh, Nadia Bryan So really big names In the okay Malay la. industry And then so there's So you sebenarnya uh, You Famous by association lah Bukan association <laughs> nah. Kira, kira okay jugalah Peripheral Peripheral famous <laughs> So I mean So I'm thinking like Okay yeah I'm there But I'm not on the poster But I, it's still a step up You know Because Juanita mm-hmm. I remember early in my career yeah. One of the first movies That I got casted in Oh uh, I was very I was very proud Obviously um, I had a small role again It's a cameo role Right and so was invited to the gala, mm-hmm. red carpet and all that. I brought my wife, then my girlfriend. Uh, right. Say, hey, I'm gonna be debuting in this movie, so we went to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I didn't just not make the poster. I didn't make the movie. Oh no! Yeah, they cut. They cut my scene out. Oh my god! I, I they didn't tell you. Over. They didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, embarrassing! So I re- I kind of realized uh, 20 minutes into the movie because I knew my scene was I think second scene, third scene, <laughs> and then it wasn't there. Right? I'm like, oh. Oh dear! Oh, and I'm in my naive kid brain, I'm thinking maybe they put somewhere else. Like that never happens. They will never. But I still kept waiting and hoping that I would show up. And then the movie ended, and I wasn't there. And my wife was like, "Uh, you weren't in the movie." <laughs> <laughs> I said no no I was But they cut my scene out And she was like uh, When did you realise this? I said very early About 20 minutes in Already I, they cut out the scene And she was like Why you never tell earlier You could have left <laughs> <laughs> Well I hope you're not Cut out from the movie tonight lah, Okay But from Hollywood to Texas We have a story for you To do with schools Principals and toilets Tell you that next to Fly FM. Fly FM. So the principal of a school in Texas removed the doors from all the restrooms. Oh, oh, okay. Is this because like some of the students were up to some shenanigans? You know, like a couple, like you know, doing all this <laughs> love stuff in the toilets. <laughs> no, they were smoking in the toilets. That's why. To, to curb smoking, she bans <laughs> toilet doors. Uh. Please explain. Uh. My brain going to explode there. <laughs> yeah, because they were, you know, they were going into the toilets. They were smoking in the toilets. And uh, so she thought, you know what? Because you can see the toilet doors from the hallways, just remove all the toilet doors so that they can look into the toilets and see what's going on. <laughs> but what if you want to use the toilet? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's very <Okay>. weird. <laughs> like you'd be walking and walking. Oh, Johnny, think I can ching. <laughs> what is... I, and I only thought I only thought Like Malaysia Yeah When we see something wrong Our immediate reaction is to Just ban lah 
I only thought Malaysia did it. Now I'm so glad to know that other countries also embrace this way of thinking. <laughs> remember, remember there was one time where I think there was an increase in sexual crimes in Malaysia, and uh-huh. one of it was attributed to the fact that you know people were not covering up, and apparently looking at the ketia. Uh, oh my was gosh. arousing. I don't know if you remember, yeah. So because of that, uh, we banned ketiaks on TV. Do you remember oh, that? That's why ketiaks <laughs> are banned on TV <laughs> yeah. because people do not control themselves. Apparently, so it was oh really it was quite funny. There was a commercial that made fun of this where they had a robber uh, enter a, a convenience store and he was like, "Angkat tangan, ini robbery." And the, and the person behind the counter was like, "Tak boleh." <laughs> The point is this though Banning stuff very rarely works one, you know yeah. like, It's so difficult to get a good outcome Just by simply banning Case mm-hmm. in point here You want to stop smoking or curb smoking Banning yeah. toilet door <laughs> The banning toilet doors doesn't make sense And I don't think it will work Because here's some trivia one, Nita <laughs> Which country has the most smokers? Indonesia. Ah, uh, close. Malaysia? Nope, China. <laughs> right. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, China has got the most smokers. <laughs> which country? <laughs> I see where you going which country? It. Also, the toilet got no door one. Oh man, China. Exactly. Toilet doors and smoking, they, they have nothing in common. It won't work. <laughs> Fly FM. Our question is: What is the first album you've ever bought? JKL. Malaysia's listening to you, man. What do you want to say? My first ever album. Uh, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, to my homeboys, uh, the Prophet. Uh, my my first ever album. I bought the What the Daily. So good, uh. You know the in the What the Daily, they got a song about my ex girlfriend Jezebel. <laughs> I know her well. Yes. One of the I fell, and then she betrayed me one. <laughs> Yes, I remember that album. Too fat. One two one two. <laughs> yeah, what the deal? From the LB to the KL. Wow, super <laughs> I've actually met Too Fat, and now I'm just Too Fat. <laughs> Fly FM. So Abdul Rahim, he's a 57-year-old stroke victim. Mm-hmm. He was so determined to vote at the Melaka State Elections that he had the ambulance bring him to the voting center to oh, vote. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. very determined. I hope he got the result he wanted, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Incidentally, 19,158 people didn't vote. <laughs> yeah, what's your excuse, huh, people? <laughs> huh? Abdul Rahim had a stroke, you know, and he still went there to vote. I like these inspirational stories. Yeah. I think they're very cool to listen to, especially during something like an election because usually you get the not-so-nice stories. <laughs> like what? I heard heard so many candidates were breaking rules uh-huh. uh, and not just like you know during the election process not just uh, you know handouts and you know SOPs but on polling day the day of voting the day Abdul Rahim showed up on his wheelchair right. the rule is you cannot campaign anymore in other words on that day mm-hmm. it's done already your time is up you cannot go and say hey vote for me lah vote for me I'm a very good guy I, I can help you I can help you do this you are not supposed to do that anymore right However, a lot of them from both sides of the political divide were caught doing exactly that. Really? Yeah? Time is up already. You cannot do this. And I don't understand why the authorities kind of allowed this to happen because this would not be allowed even in SPM. Lah, wanita. <laughs> Can you imagine doing SPM? They first say already, okay, masa sudah tamat, letak pen and you all put your pens down. Time is up. 
The exam is over You cannot continue writing You cannot go and chase After the invigilator yeah. Hey, cikgu, cikgu I belum habis tulis lah Give me back the paper I tulis Do you see any SPM students do that? No, right? Because no. they understand Those are the rules The invigilator will stop And give you one backhand <laughs> Fly FM So a live streamer from China, aka Mr. Kang, is banned from a grill all-you-can-eat buffet restaurant for, wait for it, eating too much. <laughs> What nonsense. Yeah. You you advertise your restaurant as a all-you-can-eat and then you ban the fella for eating too much. Yeah, but the fella is a bit much lah. Okay, he ate like 4kg prawns. <laughs> then he'll go in and just empty out the whole trays. You know, people usually use like those tongs to mm-hmm. pick up food. He'll just bring his plate. Clear out the whole tray. What What does he do on YouTube? What is he like one of those mukbang fellas? Uh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, even, okay, even then, even though I find uh, mukbang videos quite disgusting, have you seen them? I have. Yeah, I, I don't particularly like them. Um, <laughs> have you seen ASMR mukbang? Same lah, it's just disgusting lah. I don't understand how this can be sexy or even appetizing. <laughs> But still... Even though I am prejudiced against these mukbang people, yeah. this restaurant is wrong. You cannot do that. How can you advertise as an all-you-can-eat and then when the fella eats too much, hey, we ban you. <laughs> it's not fair. What? Like like when you see a very skinny model, do you charge less? No, isn't it? No. Ah, not fair lor. It, you, yeah. it must be fair man, like this. If you eat too much, you ban him. Those who are very skinny, you just charge less. Ah. I think that's fair. Really? Imagine if you have a restaurant, this guy walks in, he drinks like 20 to 30 bottles of soya bean. Well, you can't ban him. The most you can do is make it very difficult difficult for him to do so like say you can only drink all this soya bean with a twisty straw <laughs> he'll suck till he pingsan but anyway <laughs> dude dude if they ban you from eating in China tell you what I will petition the Malaysian government <laughs> to hire you personally to come here to help out with all our official open houses because you know how much food gets wasted <laughs> during true. these mega functions all this food is being wasted man if we hire this guy he'll be there he'll be like the human DBKL truck is here he'll say like, oh shit shit watch her watch her <laughs> But I feel like this is a superpower though Kind of right You look at them uh, Some of these mukbang fellas Are not big guys You know They're fairly skinny fellas Do you know uh, This uh, The hot dog eating champion No Yeah it's this guy Called Kobayashi It's uh-huh. a small Japanese fellas Really? Yeah, you think he'd be a big fat guy or what, right? a sumo wrestler. Yeah. No, man, he's a small Japanese guy, but he's got this weird quirk that he just eats a lot of hot dogs. That is so cool. Do you have a special power or quirk? Oh, yeah, I can do something very special with my hands. You. Can you make sure it's radio friendly? Yeah? I can, can. <laughs> Talk about this next to Fly FM. Fly FM. So, we're talking about this live streamer from China, right? His name is Mr. Kang. Mm. He's banned from a grill, <laughs> all you can eat buffet restaurant for eating. Eating too much So unfair It's so unfair But it's also kind of like A superpower or a quirk Which brings me to my question For Douglas What is your superpower? As I said just now I can do something Very special with my hands Yeah I don't know This sounds dodgy It's not dodgy It's actually very (laughs) artistic (laughs) And if you're a musical person uh, You will really appreciate this Some people with their hands right They can do things like Percussive sounds Like clap You know They can clap their hands To make some percussive beats You make it sound like It's such a big thing to do right Oh I can make percussive sounds With my hands I can clap (laughs) Yeah yeah But see I can do woodwind sound With my hands Okay. Yeah, you see? Listen, ah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That was I didn't I didn't use my mouth, oh, you know. See, the mouth no. is like mouth would be like, like it's not mouth, it's my hands. 
No, Douglas. <laughs> what, what do you have? Uh, like a weird quirk, Wanita. Uh, I can touch my nose with my tongue. Yeah, which we cannot prove on radio. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I can what also else? pop my shoulder blade out, which you also can't see. No, but isn't that painful? Won't you get like a dislocated shoulder? No, it actually is quite cool. I'm going to show it to you right year, now. Okay, this is, I'm taking okay. my jacket off. Okay, Wanita is taking off her clothes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if it we should be allowing sound this. It doesn't as bad as that, but can you see my shoulder not from here? Okay, okay, forget it. I can also sing. Okay. Can we... Okay, okay let's do what a duet. What is this show and tell, is it? I feel like I'm trying to prove myself. Okay, now let's do a duet then. Uh, Wanita, you sing something. Can you give me a line to sing? You sing Let It Go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> the song is actually about letting go of a cantor. There we go. <laughs> this is entertainment for you. Fly FM. So live streamer from China, Mr. Kang is banned from a grill all-you-can-eat buffet for eating too much. That is his superpower or quirk. Which brings us to our question for you. What is yours, Steven? Okay, my quirk is I can do a lot of voices. So, you know, I can do like Batman is here and, you know, coming this summer. Oh, there is something like this. <laughs> Maybe even something like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Whoa! Was that Bugs Bunny? You know, what do you want pick up? Uh, if you want a Bugs Bunny, then, you know, we got to go like, hey, what's up, Buck? Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Can you do, <laughs> thank can, you, thank you. Can you do like, the, like uh, any any famous person, like, can you do Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that? Famous person? Well, sometimes there's like Mickey Mouse. That's <laughs> 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 everything. <laughs> what? Are you, are you Stephen Bones by any chance? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy, guys. Everyone listening, this is the fellow who did the Nasilama, na 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 the Lion yes, King parody, right? Never, never ordered the Nasilama without sambal. Yes. Uh, oh. Thanks for calling, Stephen Bones. You, you, you are very talented fellow. Thanks for calling so much, man. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. That was fun. Hey, Juanita, I wonder if you can imitate your voice. Uh, why? Yeah, so he can come and do the breakfast show in the morning lah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the all new fire affair with Juanita and Juanita will be awesome. That's not what I meant. <laughs> well, I've got some tea about overbearing parents. That story next on Fly FM. Fly FM. So, being in Asia, I thought I heard it all lah uh, when it comes to overbearing parents. Oh, yeah. Not all. So, here's the tea for today. This guy applied for his dream job, got okay. a call back, but had no idea all of this happened. How come? His mother rejected the job offer for him because she didn't want him to leave the house. Wow, this is some killer, like iron lady, terrible. like it's serious terrible. control. You know, this is like yeah. more controlling than some of the most controlling people we know in this country. And <laughs> we have some very controlling women in this country. <laughs> exactly. He found out through his dad after telling him about how he had to move on from the dream job he wanted. Then the dad was like, but you got the job, didn't you? Oh, no. Yeah. So the fa- then he was like, okay. He hung up the phone, didn't say anything to the father, called his mom back and just lost it at her. Now they aren't talking the father also never play along the <laughs> father didn't know because she lied to the dad as well and oh. said that the son didn't you know he rejected the job okay, offer this mother really I mean yeah, I yeah. understand you want the best for your children but sometimes you just have to let go yeah this is too much I'm not surprised if his mother also controls the poor boy's tinder account no. <laughs> like, like he's wondering there why after two years nobody like me because uh? the mother keeps swiping left oh man that would be terrible How, you are the youngest in your family right yes so your mom also must be quite protective and overbearing over you like. no I 
actually My Wait. parents are very Okay As long as I'm happy That's their thing But my sister <laughs> She's Older sister lah <laughs> My like older sister okay. She's the elder sister I love her to bits But she's protective of me She right. still refers to my boyfriend As my friend She says uh, Wanita's friend <laughs> yeah. Refuse to like, accept um, yeah. Refuse <laughs> like, So all the boyfriends Need to pass her test lah Right <laughs> Yeah exactly Yeah. Same with my mom lah I'm the eldest yeah. And so she's very The Chinese we call Fong sum Fong sum means like Let me do whatever I want lah You know like right. make, make my own decisions But I wish she was A little bit more controlling To be honest Because some of my decisions Are rubbish <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, I think what nine, ten years old, yeah. my decision was like, you know what, I want to be when I grow up, I want to be a scientist. <laughs> and my parents were so like, when oh, scientist, okay, no scientist, they bought me this junior chemistry set. You know the one you find in the toy stores. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah, they brought and they encouraged me. My son gonna be a scientist. You know, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna cure cancer one day. Wanita, look at me. Does it look like I have the brains to be a scientist? <laughs> they also another one should know like your son's ability. My IQ, uh, the most I can make is I swam. <laughs> Fly FM. We read this story about this guy who didn't get his dream job because his mother rejected the job offer and lied to everyone about it because she didn't want him to move out of the house. So we're asking you, do you have overbearing parents? What's the T, Kenneth? So uh, after I finished uh, my form five, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that my parents had already registered me into a college studying IT. Hi. I didn't even want to do IT. I didn't know anything about IT. I was like, what does IT stand for? What? Uh, why Why do you think they got you into IT? Did you show any promise? Were you good at computers? I think actually because I'm not a very studious uh, child, mm. I think they feared that I was going to fail my SPM. And these people were accepting, you know, forecast results for you to register. So I thought, you know, parents just thought I would fail, so better register this child into <laughs> college that would actually accept him first. Okay, uh, but did you eventually learn to like IT? What, what happened in college? No, I didn't. I didn't like it at all. I didn't understand it. There was so much jargon. So, and my parents refused to let me, you know, stop this course, even though I went. I really want to stop. I don't enjoy this. You know, I felt I was a more creative person. Uh, so they didn't listen to me and being the defiant person that I am. When the finals came for the first year, mm-hmm. I just didn't take the finals and I failed every subject and I went back to my parents see see I'm so bad at it I failed everything I'm so bad at it that I didn't even show up so please let me do it so they kind of got the message and uh, fortunately they were like okay we give up on you right now we give up on you right now <laughs> for now for now, yeah, for okay. now we'll take a couple of months off figure out what you want and then mm. we, we pray that you will find what you want and finally I did I uh, did sound engineering and you know I got to study overseas I got my degree everybody came back happy happy joy joy Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm so glad there was a nice ending to the story. Yeah. However, here's the irony. Do you know how much sound engineers in general make? <laughs> Not much. Exactly. You know what really makes money? <laughs> IT. <laughs> joking, ah, joking, ah, Kenneth. Fly FM. So, this story is about Joshua from Indonesia. Mm-hmm. He is a coffin maker. <laughs> a coffee maker Coffin 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 He makes yeah, coffins like for dead people Oh okay yeah. <laughs> He was uh, like minding his own business Doing his work right. inside of the house And suddenly he heard a loud thunder So he looked out the window He was like This is so weird Why is there thunder outside right Because it's sunny Okay He walks out He went to check And he found a 2.2 kg rock Outside his house He carried it in And it was warm in his hands And that's why he found out That it was a meteorite Oh man, space debris is tight. 
<laughs> so a, yeah. a space rock fell from space and landed in his house. Right outside his house, correct. What so did he do with it? He posted it online, lah. Obviously, okay. Well. <laughs> he posted a video online. Um, it went viral, and a meteorite collector bought it for 1.8 million USD. Shada. Yeah. It is the size of his hands, lah. He could carry it in his hands. One point eight million. Crazy, yep. USD. USD. How much does he make? Like, there must be so much more than his like salary. No like, man, I think it was thirty years worth his salary. That is so, mental. Oh, that's like winning a lottery, you know. Yeah. Can you imagine like a, a piece of rock falls from the sky and like you strike jackpot, you win a lottery. Exactly. It's so cool. Unfortunately, in Malaysia, I guess you know it won't. It won't fall in Kedah, <laughs> because Kedah banned lottery. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, ah, guys. <laughs> These rocks can fall any way they want to, lah. But, but what occurred to me about this news is right. Yeah. It's all subjective, you know. Like it falls on Joshua's house in yeah. Indonesia. It's mm-hmm. 1.8 million. It's like, oh my god, this is incredible. Yeah. This is such a life-changing event for him, right? Yeah. But if it fell somewhere else, maybe not the same, you know. <laughs> what if what it mean? fell? Let's say this rock. It fell. <laughs> it fell into Sri Perdana. <laughs> Right, I don't think they'd be very happy about it. Like all the workers would be like, "Eh, la ma, bumbung dah pecah lah. This rock, please get rid of this stupid space garbage." And then people would be like, "Excuse me, that rock cost 1.8 million." And they were like, "Hey, excuse me, 1.8 million. This house cost 38 million just to renovate." Fly FM. So this guy in Indonesia, lucky guy, had a meteorite fall outside his house, mm. and he managed to sell it for 1.8 million USD. I've got like a lucky story, but it was always not as incredible as this guy's one, nah. Right. Uh, my break into the entertainment industry was actually a really lucky break. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am known predominantly for this role of uh, Stephen the stylist in this sitcom called Kopitiam. Right. Uh, maybe some of you don't know the sitcom. It's uh, it's uh, one of the best sitcom. Very funny at uh, this show. Super, <laughs> yeah. super good. Uh, until now, I think still the best. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you do. Since no one is saying it, right? Oh God. <laughs> so anyway, I was only like what 19 years old at that time. My first job ever right. on TV. Right. So, so this was. Like 60 years ago I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding uh, Yeah, lebih kurang lah Wanita Thank you very much <laughs> uh. Uh, I was only 19 years old At the time First job So to get a role in Kopitiam was a big deal. How right. I got it was incredible because I was only third choice after auditions. There was right. a very strict audition process. Uh-huh. I went, I tried my best and eventually the producers were like, uh, thank you very much, kid, uh, but you are third choice. I'm thinking, wow, third choice, sure cannot get one now, right? right? When it was time to shoot the pilot, mm-hmm. the first choice guy eventually looked too uh, old for the rest <laughs> of the cast, so he right. didn't really gel. Uh-huh. The second choice guy so happened his sister got married in the US. Wow. So he had to fly, not had to, like he, he decided to fly over to the US to attend the sister's oh. wedding. That left third choice. <laughs> Douglas Lim gets a call, goes there, I go there, I learn the script, I perform my heart out. Wow. And uh, next thing you know, I am on the cast of Kopitiam and that pretty much uh, jump-started my career. Lo. Wow, that's awesome. Do you have a lucky story as well? It's not as extensive as yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mine is, well, I always find 50 to like 100 bucks in my pocket. Huh? <laughs> yeah, what? I always find money in my pocket. So my sister borrows my clothes, and uh, sometimes without telling me, <laughs> we do this with each other, lah. Okay, I used to get angry, but now I don't anymore because she always ends up leaving money in the pockets. In your pockets? In my pockets, in my clothes. So I take my clothes back, I, like sneak into her room, huh? and I go and look for my clothes. I take it back, 
And then I'll look into my pockets And I'll find cash So sweet <laughs> lah Your sister Okay No okay. no no She doesn't do this on purpose Okay yeah, She no. does this by accident Because she always carry, carries cash around And she's rich Or oh, <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe that's a hint to you lah Because like uh, Wanita I know you're poor <laughs> So I need to do some CSR so, so here's my charitable contribution To the B40 of Malaysia <laughs> Like you put some money in your pocket Yeah I'll take it man Now I tell her Here use this It has pockets Oh, oh yeah <laughs> Fly FM. So we're talking about this guy in Indonesia, such a lucky guy, had a meteorite fall outside his house and he managed to sell it for 1.8 million USD. So our question to you is, what's the luckiest thing that's ever happened to you? Hey, Nina, hey, Doug, it's Billy here. And do hey. I have a lucky story for you guys? Is, so there, this is this the time aunt. this happened to you or someone else? It happened to my aunt. Okay. Aunt. Yeah. So sometime long ago, lah. Uh, she was given a house, mm-hmm. and she wasn't really excited because when she went there, the house was horrible. It looked haunted. It was dilapidated house. It was it was a rough it was a rough work in progress. Well, Billy, like Billy, holes. Billy. Sorry, let me stop you there. I thought that was the part where she got lucky. I thought like you started with like, uh, so my aunt she got a house. Like wow, so lucky. And then you you went on to like, oh, this is a terrible house. It was really bad. <laughs> no, it was really really. There were holes in the wall. There were like squirrels living in the house. It was really bad. Okay. okay. She had a headache. She said, yeah, I gotta take care of the house. I gotta get contractor. I gotta get water wiring everything. Okay. And then she got a call and she sold it so they could build a KLIA airport. Oh, oh. this house was in the Sepang area. I heard about this yes. story when they first built yes, it. They had to, some people had to like clear uh, uh, so that they could build the airport there. Right. And they were each... Yes, sir. I mean, she got a million. Uh. She, was she one of the ones yeah. who got a million? Uh, she said a million, but probably more. She was just lying to us. I, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. So she became an instant millionaire. Uh, did you guys get? Did you guys get any of the of the money? Maybe just. Uh, uh, no, not not a single cent. <laughs> every every raya also, she still gives five ringgit. Do it raya. She never changes. Fly F M. So there's a street dog in Istanbul that's pretty famous. He um, rides the tram, travels up to 30 kilometers a day, and he's extremely friendly with everybody. Yeah, I've read about this Boji, right? Boji the dog. You know, he brings so much joy, you know. Like a lot of the postings I see about him is that people will be going into the trains and usually, you know, on your daily commute, your mood is not great. Yeah. Right, you're going to work. Oh man, the daily grind again. Then you see this floppy-eared, handsome, friendly dog that just yeah. lifts your mood. La. It's so cute but some people that don't like dogs are running a smear campaign against him they recently (laughs) the crazy thing is they recently got caught planting poop on the tram and ferries like over cctv so some joker actually bothered to go and get dog poop. I'm I'm hoping it's dog. It's not human poop, brother. He got. I'm hoping so, lah. Okay, so he got dog poop from outside. Yeah. Brought it into the train. Yeah, dude. He carried it in his pockets. He carried dried poop in his pockets. Put it went on, on the a, train. Put it on a seat or what? Uh huh. Put it on one of the seats to try and blame Boji. Yes. What? See what is wrong with humans? <laughs> if the dog can behave normally, and, and I've read he's been very good, uh, he's never going catch up people. He has never uh-huh. like done any naughty business in the train and stuff yeah. like that, right? No. 
Oh man, these people are something they need, they need to really be punished. Man, animals can behave better than us. Uh, then something <laughs> is seriously wrong. Uh. <laughs> but it's okay. All is well because Boji has refuted these allegations by posting on Instagram. He has his own Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, I read about does. that. He posted what? That he wasn't even there that day. Good for him. <laughs> when someone comes with vile and baseless accusations, the best way to defend against this, right, is just to post evidence of the contrary. I wasn't there. I was here instead. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Right, if dogs can understand this simple theory, I don't know why humans cannot. Because, <laughs> right, in Malaysia, constantly there be allegations against X or Y or Z. But instead of posting evidence that hey, I'm innocent, no, they'll be like, hey, I am not guilty. You know, these are false allegations taken out of context. Blah, 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 blah. Just post evidence to the contrary, dude. This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.